The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's nice to see you. I like yeah. dropping in on I, I thought it would be Andrew and Jaylen, but of course. Here you are. I'm here. And it's like they're off in Jamaica, right? That's right, Isn't Montego that Bay. Yeah, nice to see you, Kelsey. Yeah, we've been chatting. That's the voice of Gord Steinke. And uh, because they're off in Montego Bay and we're sitting here, it was a minus 20 overnight. Isn't that crazy? I think the weather has, has changed by 20 degrees in the last 48 hours. That's absolutely unbelievable. For January, usually, you know, we get 26 days of minus 30. And here it is, the temperature is just like, when I got up this morning, it was minus 15, and now it's zero when I came over to Chad. It doesn't make sense. It that doesn't. was That's where I started with Phil Darlington, the weather specialist that's filling in for right. Jesse this week. Yesterday, I just said, hey, lay it out for us. How do we go? And even on Saturday, it's supposed to be 8 degrees in sunshine. Yeah. How are we going from minus 20 to, he's like, the wind is a beast. Wind, yeah. It, it's just crazy that and the wind can have that much that effect. What does that have on our bodies? Like, I think we've got a story. Yeah, we do have a story coming up at five and six about the, the effect it has on your overall health, not just your psyche. You know, they talk about Blue Monday in January, but this temperature fluctuations, I guess it's really hard on, on your health and immune system. It makes sense. And something like, I, I cheer every time I see that we're on the plus side. Yep. With, with it being eight degrees in sunshine, I'm like, hello, spring. Well, it's yeah, on the way. Exactly. And then all of a sudden tomorrow, it could be minus 20. But at the same time, I heard the stories in our newscasts. Uh, maybe it's on your guys' radar as well. Boyle Street talking about yep. Hope Mission saying, yeah, it's great when it warms up for everyone else, but this but means slush. really hard. On uh, everyone who's people. on the streets, yeah, are, are getting wet. And then, the, they, like you said, temperature dips yep. again. Now they're freezing. They've got to toss all that clothing. So this is a time of desperation where yeah, totally. if, if you're looking to clear out the closet or you have a winter this jacket that you're not wearing anymore. Tubes, mitts, gently yes. used clothes. Yeah, get it down to the um, any of the mustard seed, Boyle Street, every, any, they you need them very, you know, badly. So, mm-hmm. and it's hard to, you know, for it's hard enough for us to dress. Imagine them living outside on the street with this kind of weather. So, no kidding. And just I always want to put the reminder out: two one one, and then uh, you press three if you see anyone in distress on the streets. It's always a nice reminder this time That's nice, when yeah. when you see something, where to go, who to call. Okay, you're you don't unbelievable. Ha- though talking about the weather, does this make you think about like getting away and just. Going somewhere warm, or, or you got to just kind of make this winter shorter somehow. A lot of us just take off and go on holidays, like Jalen and Andrew did. I uh, think that a lot of our advertisers are quite smart. You hear a lot more from Sella Vacations, <laughs> and you hear a lot yeah. more from Sunwing, and every day I'm like, I wonder if the boss will approve one more vacation. Yeah, really? Are you going anywhere this year? I, I got pretty lucky. I, I did a Europe trip uh, oh, nice. in, in June, and that kind of ate into this year's vacation. So a little yeah. bit later, actually, in the summer, it's my mother's 60th birthday. Oh, great. And in, in August, yeah. so I'm looking right now to take her on a cruise around Canada's East Coast. Ooh, that would be cool. I've never done that. I'd love to do that. I didn't actually know they existed. She had mentioned that a friend was going and uh, had been on one, and yeah. it was amazing. You go through, you see PEI, you go around Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. You see, yes, I would imagine. I'd and love then to get out there. It's the one that I'm looking at that I think is really neat. You start in Quebec City, and then you end in New York City. So I feel like it's just checking off a whole bunch of uh, oh, bucket lists. And look at spots. the history you're going to see. Quebec City is, I think, one of the oldest places in Canada. Then you're going to go through Halifax, the St. Lawrence Seaway, all the way down past Nova Scotia. Yeah, and you'll end up in New York. Are you a geography major? No, not at all. I just like history. <laughs> That's really impressive. You, you've got something on the go, too. You, you're looking to escape the winter. Well, we always try to escape. My wife and I, Deb and I, always try to get away. Yeah, we're heading to uh, Hawaii, to Maui, uh, on Saturday. So uh, we've Maui. done this. Yeah, we've done this before. Have you ever been there? I have, only once. Yeah, 
it's quite fantastic. It's very relaxing. It's not exactly like you go to an all-inclusive in Mexico or Jamaica or somewhere, and it's kind of like party, party, party. This one's a little... I like to... We always get a motorcycle and end up... Uh, there's all kinds of different ways to get around the Haleakala, the volcano. I found Charles Lindbergh's grave last time, which was super cool. He was a famed aviator. He was like the Neil Armstrong of his day. So there's always these little bits of history that you can find. And this time, I'm looking for... There's a Marine, a U.S. Marine base that's in the middle of Maui, and it was used during World War II, and it was uh, 17,000 U.S. troops were trained there at that spot, and, and they all went to fight at Iwo Jima, which was a horrible battle, a series of battles in the South Pacific in World War II. So it'll be fun to go and see and take a look at this and try to picture, I think they've got a monument there, and just kind of picture where, where these troops were stationed. And the other cool thing, there's a story on the side of the training ground, there's a, a place called Giggle Hill, and I thought last time I was there, I got to come when I come back. I got to figure out what is this Giggle Hill all about. And I guess the troops, you know, they they'd kind of sneak out of out of their tents at night after they'd been training all day, and they'd meet the local Hawaiian girls, and they'd go up into the oh, into the woods. Oh my goodness! So you hear the giggles would carry through the Hawaiian night air. So they, to this day, it's called Giggle Hill. So I want to go take a look at that too. It's just kind of a neat part. Like most people are thinking, oh, I'll go whale watching and. And we've done all that, and you know, and I'm not a big. And you've done the volcano the hikes, and exactly you've seen and the that. motorcycle. So there's lots to do, and like last time, it was funny. I just I posted a picture because it was so. Uh, it was maybe three years ago. There was, um, you never know who you're going to meet. So we come out of the jungle on a motorcycle. It was a Harley, a silver Harley, and there's I thought it was a little old lady sitting standing on the side of the road eating a taco, and we went by, and she waved and gave us a thumbs up and looked at the bike, and Deb goes, "That's not a little old lady." And I said, I think you're right. So we turned around and went back, and it was Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. And he says, come on over. He says, I love your bike. I'll buy you a fish taco at the fish taco stand. So You thought Steven Tyler was a little old lady. Yeah, well, because I was going fast, and he'd, <laughs> he'd probably just come out of the uh, water by the looks of it. <laughs> But he looked, uh, yeah. I think you, I saw that picture on your Instagram. Yeah, it's too funny. Anyway, he was just such just a sweetheart. Wild. He had his whole family right there. And her, and Deb, my wife's from Nova Scotia. His sister was from Boston. So they had a nice little chat. And yeah, you just have to, you know, that's the nice thing about getting away and getting away from the rut and the, the treadmill of what we do and what, what anybody does. You know, whether you work in a factory or an office, it's just nice to break the routine and keep your eyes open you never see you know who you might see <laughs> no kidding it, it's so neat the way that you go about it you're, you're seeking out the history and that's something there's nothing against all inclusives because there is yep, there, there, there's yeah. there's really there's nothing better than just not having to do anything yeah. all, all the food all the drinks you could possibly need are there and you just don't you don't have to leave relax. the beach or the pool side yep. if that's what you like and they bring you food and you've got all yeah you don't have to worry about tipping or anything it's beautiful isn't it it's, that's very relaxing but, but you yeah. often miss the culture and the exactly. history of the community yeah. and you you can you go on the tours and you get a little taste here and there but yeah. when you implant yourself and actually my father-in-law just went down to Mexico and they got an Airbnb so they they I've they didn't do that. a resort I, I and he like went down it. with all of his siblings yeah and they just, they literally hung with the locals, which so you I... Have to, you have to go do groceries then, you have yes. to, because you're feeding yourself, you're not eating, in, like, that's what I like. I don't really like eating in restaurants that much. I like to cook. So it's kind of like... Some, oh, but the banana pancakes in Hawaii, mm, you can't that's beat true. them. And the banana bread. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I'd like to try those again. And are you a surfer? Not at all, but I, I'm... I was just talking to Ryan Jesperson the other day because I said I got so scared. I went to one of these all-inclusives that you were talking about in, in Mexico maybe two years ago. And I thought I always wanted to scuba dive. I mean, I love snorkeling. 
Do you do any scuba or snorkeling? I snorkel. Snorkel, okay. That's And I do too. And I thought, well, I'd like to try scuba. And you know how they have those lessons in the pools? Yes. So I did that. And the guy was sitting there. He was bored. And there's nobody even interested in it. So I said, I'd like to try scuba. And he put the tank on. And I paddled around in the pool for maybe 20 minutes. He goes, you're a natural. You're fan. He says, is it, you're, you're great at this. He said, let's go out in the ocean. Give me 100 bucks. I'll take you out in the ocean. I thought this would be exciting. I can go out and go under the water and, and actually, you know, be like Jacques Cousteau or something, right? So we go way out in the ocean. And I was getting a little nervous, and then he jumps in. It's just him and myself. And we start going, you know, we went down 65 feet, which I guess isn't that big a deal. But for someone who's never scuba dived, I, I, I was down for maybe 30 minutes. I began to think, what happens if this regulator comes out of my mouth? And then I started wiggling my finger at fish that went by, and he grabbed my hand, and he was giving me, no, don't do that. I guess I found out later it was a barracuda, and they might think that was a worm. You couldn't tell by the creepy jaw. That I have nightmares like about jack- barracudas. It looked like a jackfish to me. It didn't look like that big a deal. But anyway, I started to, <laughs> I just started to stress out. And so Ryan told me, he says, here's a dive company in Maui. Check these guys out. So maybe I'll, I'll get to do that too and, and try to do it maybe a little bit more, I don't know, on the up and up, something like that. I, I I have had an inner ear infection and I perforated my eardrum. Ouch! So that basically so that took done. me. Off. I'll never get to scuba dive. Ever? I've been told yeah. that once you or it's just really easy for you to perforate your eardrum, which basically just means you get a hole in there. Yeah. And then um, so my sister is a trained dive master. She's actually living over in no uh, in in New Zealand now, wow. and she spent two years in Australia, spent a year in Thailand, and now in New Zealand diving and working on some dive boats up there in the Bay of Islands. I should get some tips from her. Yeah, it's just but like getting to hear her stories and you it's true like the first time you go in you have all the questions about so intimidating. And you, there's all these different things that you're keeping an eye on to make sure your oxygen levels right. are okay, you're not breathing too fast. Well, he was even telling me you're breathing too fast. You're going to use up all your oxygen. Yeah. Well, of course I'm breathing too fast. I'm I'm terrified. <laughs> but then you get used to it. You learn how to calm your heart right. rate down. You got to try it again. And and then you fall in love with the idea of swimming with sharks. And I I often think about how do people get to that point where you're like, this is going to be just fine. This bloodthirsty giant beast is just going to be a cool swim partner. Why don't I uh, Why don't I swim with that shark, said no one. Yeah, that's crazy. But they do. But it, they yeah. do, and, and they love it. And my sister took a, a 16-hour bus ride up uh, the west coast of Australia to get to an area where it's, it's known for its whale sharks. And she worked on a whale shark boat for, for four months and just loved it. Wow. That's what a wonderful opportunity. Yeah, and then it, I'm the one that in Maui just kind of staying where it's knee deep water. Yeah. You see some pretty fish in there, just and the snorkel gear is enough. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's and that's so different from anything that we see here at Wobbleman or Pigeon Lake or something. So it's it's always mind blowing. With enough oil spills, we might see something more fascinating <laughs> oh, down the road. That. Yeah, really. <laughs> but you know, all inclusive, you know, everybody I'm sure has had good experiences and bad experiences, you know, and I remember going to Cuba a couple times, had wonderful time, great food, and then the next time you'd go back and there'd, there'd be no food there. And it was almost kind of sad because, you know, the locals were having trouble having a, making a go of it too. It just depends on, you know, your experiences and where you go. Cuba's biggest downfall, and uh, what Gord is trying to do is, is teed up, if you have stories about 
the best trip? What what made it the most exceptional vacation of your life? Was it the sunsets and the weather, the best food the you've food, ever had? The, yeah. The, yeah, the combination or the of people it. people and the service. Yes. Sometimes there's re- they're real characters when some some of the people that work on these resorts too. Or, they can be a good thing or a bad thing. Or you end up meeting other Canadians and and that are from Edmonton or where you were flying from and now you've made a friend but the only way that you would have ever talked to them is because you were relaxed right. on, on a lawn chair and on some, the beach? Yes, we've done that. Some some people that you meet, they become lifelong friends. Yeah, that's not interesting. Yeah, the, we did mention Cuba and the most challenging part for them is is their food and their sustainability there. Yeah. And when you want ketchup packets, which is for whatever reason the thing that they run out of most that they don't have uh, many of, yeah. if your resort is out of ketchup, the island is out of ketchup. It's not like they can order some more or run down the street to a grocery store. Yeah. There's no ketchup. It's a good wake-up call though too. I remember going in Cuba, going into a, uh, a grocery store just in Veradero. One year it was just packed with food with, uh, food. There's chicken and anything you wanted. And they said, this is fantastic. They all seem to be doing fine. And then the next year, or maybe two or three years later, you go back, go to the same grocery store. There was nothing in it. And then you think, boy, these people, they, you know, it's I'm not taking anything for granted back in Canada. Gord Steinke's in the house. Your stories to the text line 630-630. The best and worst vacations of your entire life. Kelsey Campbell and Gord Steinke in the house. <laughs> nice to be here. And we're talking wonderful wonderful vacations and maybe some not so nice. We are. You're off to Maui this weekend. Coming up on Saturday, yep. And And uh, Jalen and I, Andrew Gross, returning from Jamaica Jamaica. on Monday along with a bunch of Ched listeners. Hey, it's a time of year. And think of all the snowbirds that are down in Phoenix right now. We get emails all the time from snowbirds uh, watching the the, you know our newscast, and they've got their little tripods with the satellite dishes set up, and generally they're just making fun of our weather. Yeah, they're trying to make me feel bad, but it doesn't. And it work. works. No, well, it, it does works. work. Well, that's why I'm going away on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we were talking about scuba diving. You said it, your first experience really freaked it, you it, out. It was fine in the swimming pool, but when the guy took me out into the ocean, it was very freaky because I think he had me going down too deep. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, it was very a lot of current that was taking me away too. So yeah, and all the fish and coral. I just wasn't sure what I was doing. Yeah. I think I should have been in a group. And there you are, sticking your hand into Barracuda's mouth. Well, wiggling my finger at him, pointing excitedly. That looks like a jackfish. Well, it turned out it wasn't. Anyway. I don't think jackfish look anything like barracudas. Well, the ones I saw, they sure they must have been smaller barracudas. But I'm picturing Finding Nemo, and it's like the big teeth, <laughs> that big lower jaw, yeah, and right. where it looks like it can snap your wrist right off. I would be on the surface off. so fast. Yeah. yeah. I, I found this interesting. Uh, on the road, Al texted and saying, I have ear issues because I said I'll never be able to scuba yeah, dive. You said that, yeah. Because I would love to go out with my sister who's a dive master. I think yeah. that would be a really special mm-hmm. experience. But I was told because I perforated my eardrum, I would never You're be able done. to dive. R- on the road, Al says, I use... Uh, I scuba dive with a pressurized full face helmet. That must be oh, new. I've I, seen those. I haven't yeah. heard about that before. It covers your whole face, and and uh, yeah, well, maybe there's. So you look hope. like an astronaut underwater, then, basically. Pretty much. How cool is that? Very cool. Yeah, that'd be a good uh, Instagram picture for you. You can help get your sister to help you with that. Paul's texting out of Kelowna, saying, "Hey, I got a great deal to Australia. I'm going next month." To Sydney, round trip, $710. I have been told about Yeg deals, and I I haven't spent enough time on there. Are you on that website? No, I'm not. I better get on it. So apparently, I don't know if that's where he got his, but my massage therapist was just just telling me that there are flights, you can go Ireland, round trip, $320. Wow. And it's just on this Yeg deals page. Okay, I'm going to look that up because I'd love to get back to England where my grandparents are from. We've done the English trip. It's expensive to get over there. 
there, or it used to be. Okay, yes. I'll check it out. Now, and that's the hardest thing about trying to travel within Canada, is that you can fly to London, England cheaper. Cheaper than you get to Halifax. I, what, I was living in northern BC at one point, and it cost me $900 to fly to Vancouver, and it was $900 for me to fly to Amsterdam from Vancouver. That is unacceptable. Hey, is this something? That's not right. It's not. Oh, no, it's upside down. That's weird. Yeah, and that's that's the challenge. I, I also shared that it looks like I'll be going on a cruise with my mom for her 60th yeah. birthday around the East Coast, starting yeah. Quebec City, and in uh, in New York City, which is really cool. New York City is somewhere I've never been, and I love Broadway. I cannot I've wait to see it all. I've only been there once, and I just absolutely got to go back. It's just fantastic. But what other, what, what other experiences yeah. are people having? Yeah, Brad, the dad, said uh, he, he's wanted to the East Coast. Uh, I'm looking at, he's asking just what cruise line that is. Princess is what I've seen. There's a whole bunch, though. Um, um, this listener says Tahiti is more beautiful and quieter than any Hawaiian island, especially Bora Bora. Wow, that's South Pacific, right? That's that, that's a long ways to get to. It's but a once track. you're there, you'd want to stay for three or four weeks, I think. Uh, this is interesting. Again, about scuba diving, Edmonton has three scuba shops. Nanaimo has zero scuba shops. What? Think about that. Yeah, I, I don't that's know. Bizarre. I didn't I'd have a chance to look that up to see if that's true, but... I'll have to look that up. It is quite funny seeing scuba jo- uh, shops in, in the mainland. Yeah. Yeah, that's well. You know what? And if I if I had it together enough in time, I should actually go scuba diving here, and to get certified, and then go. And don't you won't have to worry about it. And then you don't have to worry about training. I think that's there probably or, way safer. Than and you. it's probably nice to have things like your own mask or. And you're in a swimming pool, I think. You know. Yeah. But, but, then, but then once you travel and once you've got some of your own gear, you're not sharing stuff. Yeah. You're not worried about any of that. Yeah. Uh, Roland said, uh, all-inclusive, one week to put on 5 to 10 pounds, several months to take it off. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Uh, another listener says, best vacation was touring Newfoundland. Having evening beverages at the inns and with uh, and without fail that locals would hear our accent, ask where we were from, and we get over here and have a beer with them, or we'd oh. arrive in, in different areas, and, and everything was just amazing. They put you up. See, that's on my bucket list. I haven't been to Newfoundland yet. I w- really want to go. I know you heard nothing but good things. I've uh, I spent two weeks touring around Nova Scotia, yeah, and that was special too. Going yeah. to the Bay of Fundy, yeah. was just a That's wild where my experience. From, right in that area, the highest tides in the world. I keep I, I'm told that every time we visit a people will tell you about the pace of that water because we're walking on the beach Tidal and wars they call them. Yeah, yeah and you've and you've got three kilometers worth of beach to walk on and I put my towel down and walked a little bit and suddenly the water starts coming and you're like that's not going to come in too fast wow. and you are running to oh, get yeah. back to your stuff as it starts rushing back and you just don't believe it's going to move like that. Well Deb's got stories of people go to clam digging and they have their cars and they drive way out because they're tourists and they're, they're way out in the in the middle of nowhere and then all of a sudden the tidal bore comes in and they get trapped. Yeah, all that kind of stuff you got to watch. Always talk to the locals when you travel. That's my advice. No kidding. And uh, last story goes to George. He said, I took a bear watching trip in Prince Rupert on the way back. They stopped and fed the eagles, probably close to 50 eagles swarming wow. around like pigeons. Most amazing thing I've ever seen. And I've got some great pictures. I was going to say, I hope you took some pictures. That's very cool. Thanks for hanging out with me, Gord. It's been great, Kelsey. I'll I, have a good rest of the week. Yeah, you too, sir. And enjoy your time in Maui. I will. I'll send some pictures. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.